The B-Stock Electronics Outlet Store is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at bstock.net. Well, it looks like the Republicans finally have a new Speaker of the House, and it will become official on this Wednesday as Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, will be elevated to the post. This is the first person that the caucus, the conference, has nominated. And, of course, we've watched them fail through votes, but they are extremely confident this time that it will get done. They thought it might happen with number three, who was Tom Emmer from Minnesota. On Tuesday, I did a patron post on Tuesday and said, good luck with this one. It's never going to happen. Tom Emmer was a guy who was always in favor of popular vote over the Electoral College. And I thought, well, there's no way these eight people that ran McCarthy out are going to vote for a guy that wants to change our elections to a popular vote and just hand all national votes to Democrats because there are more votes in big cities than there are in states with smaller populations. So there was no way that was going to happen. Then Donald Trump got involved and he started making phone calls to all kinds of Republicans to stop Emmer from being nominated and up and passed, approved as the Speaker of the House. So Trump basically killed off Tom Emmer's candidacy on Tuesday and now is fully throat supporting Mike Johnson from Louisiana to become the next Speaker of the House. We also have Tim Burchett, who I'll talk about in a moment. He's from Tennessee, who was one of the eight that voted McCarthy out. He says he'll support Mike Johnson. Matt Gates, of course, famously brought up the resolution to oust McCarthy. He will support Mike Johnson. So it looks like there's plenty of support. Now, there were a dozen or more Republicans that were not around for the roll call, the vote, the private vote on Tuesday. So they were absent, but the Republicans came out. Mike Johnson made a statement. They all roared and they cheered and they said they will have a vote on the floor of the House on Wednesday and they expect this to pass. So they clearly called the people that weren't there and they seem to be on board with this. The only thing I can tell you about Mike Johnson, I don't know much about him, is the first question he got when he was at the podium from a reporter had to do with him uh, basically supporting investigating election fraud in the 2020 elections. So that's obviously why Trump loves him and the hard right guys love him. But there's plenty of people that are not as far right that like Mike Johnson. And Tim Burchett from Tennessee described him this way. If you don't know much about Mike Johnson, he's very cerebral and he's kind of a goober. But I dig that about him. As we say in Tennessee, he's cleaner than a hound's tooth. I like that. So there it is. Very cerebral, kind of a goober, but I like that about him. We'll see. I can't. I Look, he looks to me like a candidate that I'd vote for and say, yes, make him Speaker of the House. One of the strong things that Mike Johnson wants to do, according to people that are supporting him, is go line by line and vote on things in the budget. Instead of, for example, instead of putting, this isn't really a budget matter, but we know how they bunch these things together, and we all hate that as American citizens. We hate $106 billion proposed by Joe Biden for Ukraine, Israel, and the southern border. Well, those seem like three completely separate issues that we should be voting on. And we should find out where each person in each party stands on those issues. Right now, Ukraine money would fail. The border money would probably fail. There's probably too many uh, Democrats and rhinos, whatever. It would probably fail. It might pass. It may pass in the House if it's the right kind of bill written by Republicans. 
and be set up, but it wouldn't pass through the Senate. They wouldn't go along with a Republican bill. So getting these things passed is very difficult. And that's why they lump them all together. So somebody gets everything. And apparently Mike Johnson of Louisiana, who is about to become the next speaker of the house, hates that. He's very cerebral. They said, uh, very strict and thorough with dollars and cents and money that is spent. And again, no votes against him in the conference. There were some absentees, so they didn't exactly have the proper number of yes votes. There were about a dozen or more that were missing, but they believe they have every one of those votes, and this will be unanimous amongst Republicans on the floor, and it would need to be, or it's a disaster for Republicans once again. So we look forward to that happening on Wednesday and having a new Speaker of the House, and we'll see what the man's made of. We'll give him a chance. I think most of you will be pleased. You know, my... When, when I don't know much about a candidate like this, the only thing that mattered to me is if the eight that ousted McCarthy are happy, then I think I'm going to be happy. And and look, is this the most far-right conservative person coming forward? Probably not, or a lot of the rhinos wouldn't be supporting him. But he clearly has their trust, they have faith in him, and they like him. Maybe they like him because he's cerebral and he's kind of a goober, which is the way he's described. I dig that too. That's probably what the Speaker of House of the House should be, not some flamboyant politician. It should be somebody that's really smart and knows how to work Congress. And it sounds like Mike Johnson from Louisiana could be that guy. So we look for this to be happening. Trump supporting, Gates is supporting, Tim Burchett from Tennessee is supporting. These are all people that basically wanted McCarthy out. And now we have Mike Johnson coming in. So it looks like that's finally going to happen for the Republicans on Wednesday, and it's about time. Corrine Jean-Pierre's had a rough week. If you ever thought you had a bad week, this poor woman is so far in over her head as the speaker at the White House for the President of the United States that when asked about anti-Israel sentiments taking place around America a couple of days ago, they said, well, what about these protests, anti-Israel, the anti-Semitism that's out there on the streets in broad daylight with signs? And we saw a, a woman shot and killed. We saw a reporter attacked. We've seen all these things happen, violence against Israelis or against Jewish people in America. What is your response? And her response was, well, there's more Muslim hate in America than Jewish hate. And it's just as bigoted to be anti-Palestine or you know anti-Muslim her response was dreadful. For a public spokesperson, she couldn't have done worse. She didn't say anything bad about Jews or about Israel. But when asked about anti-this and anti-that against Israel and against Jews, she didn't lash out against it. She said, well, it's pretty bad what people are, you know, all this hate and rhetoric against Muslims that's taking place. Oh, boy, did she mess up. She came out on Tuesday and basically gave an apology, read a statement that was very tough supporting uh, any hate or hate speech against Jews or Israel is anti-Semitism and it will not be tolerated and this and that and this and that. It was a day late and a dollar short. This woman is a buffoon. And this party is a shambles right now over this. Like a real portion of their party wants to support Hamas. This is the party that's run around and called all of us anti-Semites, racists, homophobes. <laughs> you name it, they've called us that. 
That's what they do to conservatives, insurrectionists. And then something like this comes to the light of day, and we realize their party's the one that's really fractured. I don't know one conservative or Republican that doesn't support Israel in this. Because most conservatives and Republicans remember Islamic radicals attacking our country, committing terrorism. We don't remember Israelis committing terrorism and killing people in America. And normal thinking folks only think along those lines. Who's dangerous to my country? Well, my neighbor may be Jewish. I know all kinds of Jewish people, like them very much, been friends for a long, long time. Never really thought of Israel that much against people that are Jewish that I'm friends with or have known or worked with. But now we're putting the two together. We're saying, wow, they really do hate Jews over there and they want to kill them, just like Hitler wanted to. And we're hearing people that are pro-Palestine and pro-Hamas saying Hitler's work should be finished. There's a resurrection of a Nazi party that's popping up in the Middle East and toward Europe. It's all very scary and dangerous. They do not see Jews as human beings. They think they're less than human and need to be eradicated from the planet. This is sick. This is ill. People who are not violent that are pro-Palestinian or Muslim that are not violent and aren't really going to ever hurt anyone still think it. They think it in their minds that there are Jews that are not human. It's not a close call. And every time the Democrats get caught up in this and don't really know who to support, I'm sorry, you're losing votes. Because America's not split on this issue. And you can say that we're racist or mean or we harbor ill feelings or stereotypes toward Muslims, and you may be right. And there may be some Hindus out there that we see on the streets and Americans are confused and don't know the difference between somebody who's Hindu or Muslim or whatever, and they may look at them funny. They don't say anything wrong to them or whatever. We watch the airplanes fly into the building. We've seen terrorism around the world. We know where terrorism comes from. It comes from radical jihadists, Muslims. And you can say all day long that 99% of Muslims are good people, and it doesn't matter with what we've seen. We have to get real with this stuff. People are emotional and should be. We know who's killed and harmed Americans. We know who hates us. And it's not the Israelis. And it's not Jews. And if we've got people speaking out in this country, even lightly not supporting Israel, as Karine Jean-Pierre didn't really do, she was asked about Jews in particular in Israel and turned the question into Muslim phobia. You have a problem. You're going to be, you know, sorted out as someone who's a bit of a radical. And we know that about the Biden administration. They're radicals. They're radical leftists. They've been put in place by Obama, who's a radical leftist, who will never be remembered as a radical leftist president because he was afraid to do all these things. He was worried about his legacy. He wanted to see as the great mm, peacemaker and we're bringing everyone together and his reputation is stellar and clean and it still is because you know what he is? He's a chicken shit. That's what Obama is. I said it. That's what he is. Because all these things he believes, he didn't have the guts to do it. Because he didn't want to be the one with the scoreboard and people seeing that he was a radical. They wanted, he wanted to be remembered as this 
first black president, this historic figure that brought people together. That's what he cared about. He didn't really care about, you know, and then he did the interview where he said, well, I would hope after I'm president, I could just be the puppet master and sit in my basement and call all the shots. And that's what he's doing. And the true Obama radicalism is coming out now and he's not getting pinned with it. But they're all bid doing his bidding. It's all there. And people like Karine Jean-Pierre are part of it. It's disgusting. How can you take a question about Jews in Israel and turn it into something like that? The rest of the world is not acting the way we are under the Biden administration. Germany is having a large-scale deportation right now. Their chancellor is in such a bad way, losing voters, that he has no choice but to have a large-scale deportation. This should be happening in America. Joe Biden has an election year coming up. He should be doing the same thing. If he wants to save himself for the election or his party, we need to start deporting, okay? We need to start deporting illegals. We need to close the border first and then start deportation. In France, what are they doing right now in light of what's going on in Israel and Gaza? In France, they've battened down the hatches and said, we will not allow anti-Israel or pro-Palestine or Hamas demonstrations. We will not allow it. And if you do it and you're not a French citizen, you will be immediately deported. You get nothing and like it. We're just sending you out of here. We're not closing down your apartment or your house. We're not giving you your stuff back. You're just gone. Don't do it. These other European countries are stronger on this stuff than we are. Now, I believe in free speech. But ladies and gentlemen, I believe in free speech for American citizens. And I think we should be checking. And this sounds like a wonderful idea to me. If you're in Chicago and you're on a campus and you're spitting and, and, and spilling out vile hatred, anti-Semitism toward Jews publicly, and you're not a citizen of this country, you're going home. You're more dangerous than an American citizen doing it. I'm sorry, you just are. You're going back where you came from. If you're from the Middle East and you're going to college here and you're not a citizen and you're taking part in these things, you're gone. I'd, I'd be doing, I'd be rounding them up right now. Why would we allow citizens of other countries to be demonstrating in America hatred toward Israel and Jews? Why would we allow this? And we're allowing it. Is anybody asking who are these hundreds of people that are at these, I don't even, protests? They've turned to riots because there's violence coming out of them. Has anyone even checked? Are you American or are you not? I believe in the right to free speech. I don't believe in it at all for someone that is not an American citizen. Zero. Sorry, we don't care what you think. You're from another country. I don't care what you think about anything. And I don't believe in your right to do that here. I believe in your right to go try that there. Let's see what happens if we send you back to Iran and you organize a protest against Hamas and in favor of Israel and Jews. Let's see what happens if you do that in Iran. We'll send you home, turn your sign around and start supporting Israel and see what happens to you. Get the hell out of my country is where I am right now. I'm telling you, these people that are not American citizens, they're at these protests, it's going to escalate. They're going to be found by people who have crossed the border, by Hamas and Hezbollah and terrorist agencies that have come across the border over the last couple of years. They've been lying in the weeds. 
They've been working. They've been saving money. They've been getting things sent to them. They're going to find these people on these college campuses that are at these demonstrations. They will sort through them and find out if you were born in Van Nuys or Tehran. And if you're from California and you're a white girl standing there hating Jews, then we're probably not going to recruit you. But if you're a 19-year-old dude from Tehran and you hate Jews and you're in America where you can tell everybody that you hate Jews, we're going to recruit you to do something really stupid. How would you like to go visit 17 virgins in heaven? We're going to get you this bomb. We're going to strap it to you. And you're going to go walk into a Jewish center and you're going to blow yourself up. It will not be hard to radicalize these people. We need to get them out now. If you're at a protest and you're from another country, you're gone. France is doing it. Folks, it's our constitution, not theirs. KJP, she's got the right to say anything stupid she wants. And I'm so glad she's there because the more dumb stuff she says, the worse it gets for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, it's going so bad for this guy right now, and he knows it. Did you know he's not even on the ballot in the New Hampshire primary? Had you heard this story? So the Democrat Party wanted to change their primary process around. They wanted to start in South Carolina because that's where Biden will get his support. Wanted to start in South Carolina and have no challenge in New Hampshire. So they wanted to switch the dates around of how their primaries work. The Democrats don't like the schedule that they've always had for 100 years because, you know, Joe Biden's got problems. So New Hampshire, for the Democrat Party, is now an unsanctioned primary, which means as a Democrat, you're told you can't be on the ballot. So Joe Biden is now saying, I'll follow the rules too. I'm not going to be on the ballot either. So there'll be nobody on the ballot for the Democrat side of New Hampshire because they're skipping the primary. But the bottom line is this. Joe Biden's not going to be on because he doesn't want you to see the ridiculously low vote total that he gets. Even if he's unopposed, it will be a record low vote total in New Hampshire. The filing deadline is Friday. Biden's skipping it. Joe Biden will not be on the ballot in a primary in New Hampshire. The Democrats are choosing to not have a candidate on the ballot in the primary. It's unbelievable. These people, they run around and talk about democracy and, you know, the end of democracy as we know it, if Trump wins and all these other things. They're killing democracy in every possible way with a stroke of a pen, with legalese, with maneuvering, with things that are nonviolent, but things that are nefarious nonetheless. Not having a primary in New Hampshire because Biden's going to look bad? <sighs> wow, are these people in trouble. They really do hate democracy. They really, really, really do hate democracy. KKHI is brought to you by the Finch Knife Company. They love democracy. Finch Knife Company is a great company, man. These, these American-made and designed knives are simply spectacular, and they are a great gift in the upcoming holiday season. You want to make somebody on your Christmas wish list happy or your clients or employees at your office, a Finch pocket knife says you're pretty cool and you love America. There are multiple collections celebrating Americana in one fashion or another. Log on to finchknifeco.com. That's finchknifeco.com. Or if you want to get one for yourself in person, go to Shields in Overland Park, the Bullet Hole in Mission, or Teague Tractor in Belton, and you can keep life from getting dull with a Finch pocket knife. Man, the Flint Series is a 7.2-inch knife, 3-inch blade, satin finish, titanium clip. You're going to love it. I've known Spencer Marquardt. 
for many, many years. His partner, Steve, they do a great job designing these knives. Social media won't help him out with a lot of advertising and influencing. So KKHI has been helpful for them. And I love supporting this startup company. They've been in business for three or four years now, and they're doing great. They're getting bigger nationally, and you're going to love these beautiful pocket knives that work as a daily function piece that ought to be in your pocket. Finchknifeco.com. I texted my buddy Ron Buck last night and asked him how his buck disposal business is going. He's only been in business a few weeks. You know the story by now. His roofing company tears a roof apart, and to put on a new roof, they needed a big giant disposal on site. You know what I'm talking about? One of these, one of these big giant disposal crates. And so these companies were unreliable for him. And he would get to a job site and his canister wasn't there. And so he said, I'm done with working with these people. I try to call them for customer service. I get people out of town that don't care. It's all corporate. No, we need a local company in Kansas City that does this. So he started it up, Buck Disposal. Now, clearly it's for his own business, but it can be for your business too. Like even if you're another roofer, for crying out loud, He's more reliable. They've got great customer service. He said it's going better than he expected. People are giving them a chance and they're loving the fact that there's actual customer service and somebody to talk to to get the container dropped and picked up at the time that you want it. If you're a remodeler, if you're a builder, if you're in moving or cleaning or a municipality or a landscape company doing a bunch of tree work, try Buck Disposal. They have three different size containers, small, medium, and large, gigantic, the large one, and you're going to find their prices to be very reasonable and their customer service to be awesome. Buckdisposal.com. That's buckdisposal.com. 913-242-7695. From the same great people that bring you buck roofing. And Back Nine Development, I got a text from a buddy yesterday who said, I need TJ's number at Back Nine Development. I've got a friend who wants his information. He's looking about building, looking for building. He wants to build a house. Or build, he didn't say house. He wants he wants these building. He could have been a business person looking to do a commercial building or something. He's, he wants to reach out to TJ and see if the fit is right and sit down and meet with him because TJ is just a great dude. And there's just no other way to describe it. This is the kind of person you want building your home. He is a great patriotic American. He's honest as the day is long. And they do phenomenal work with tremendous customer service. Every single day of your project with Back Nine Development, you get all the information you want. And every single nickel that's spent along the way, you're informed about or asked about. There are no surprises with Back Nine Development. If you're going to build a house, this is the way to go. It is a new way of building a home. Not some big company over here that stamps it and says, well, this is the home you signed up for and we got to do this or that. I've got a neighbor uh, two doors down that built a house that is so unhappy with the builder he used. So unhappy that he can't even talk to the guy anymore. Like, so unhappy. Don't let that be you. You want to meet TJ? 785-236-0161. Back9development.com. I've got an email from a gentleman who lives in a neighborhood adjacent to mine. He lives in my old neighborhood. And he said, my wife is really into the election this year for the first time. She's going door to door and she's handing out a voting guide. For Republicans. And the reason she's handing out the voting guide, and I'm going to do this as well. I'm going to print up, like as I'm walking this week, I'm going to print up a couple hundred of these and put them in each envelope that I leave behind. I'm going to do this as well. She said, and I've got this app that shows me the same thing. In their neighborhood, 
registered Republicans outnumber Democrats two to one. I said, in my new neighborhood, I looked at the app and I can see the houses that are registered Republicans or independent, which is code for Republican in our neighborhood. And they're three to one. And he says the results in their neighborhood in the last off-year election were Democrats outvoted Republicans two to one, even though they were outnumbered two to one in registrations. That's because Republicans don't vote this time around. We don't like voting in things that we don't know whether the candidate is a Republican or a Democrat. In many of these elections, it will not say. These are nonpartisan elections, city council, school boards, mayors, sheriffs. And if you don't know who to vote for, then it gets confusing and Republicans like voting for Republicans. But Democrats go to the trouble of finding out who their candidates are. And they turn out and they win every school board and they're winning city councils like crazy and they're taking over our municipalities. Folks, we got to fight back. You're going to hear this every day for me. You can vote right now in Missouri. And this lady's doing a wonderful service going door to door and handing out that basically it's the Johnson County Voters Guide, Johnson County Republican Voters Guide to every household. And the way she figures it is, I'll leave one on every door. Uh, and everybody I talk to, I say, you got to get out and vote. And if I don't even tell them that I'm affiliated, I'm two to one winning by doing this. People will see it. I'm going to do more than that. I mean, they're going to get a little monologue when I hit the door. that We got to vote because we get outvoted by Democrats. And here's the candidates. Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton in my neighborhood. Joe Carlin for mayor, Mark Charlton for council. It matters. We are all conservatives. And we're going to have some freak that is a DEI coordinator for UMKC working at a college is going to be our guy. It's ridiculous. Or some interior designer with no business experience is going to run... Run Lenexa? Have you seen this woman? She's like 28 and she wears bizarre clothes and she's an interior designer. She doesn't run a business and she's going to run Lenexa? Oh my God, we got to stop these crazoids. I guarantee you what she is. She's an abortion freak. That's what she is. I guarantee you she's an abortion freak. That that's her favorite issue. But running for mayor of Lenexa, it doesn't really apply that much and nobody will ask her about it until she does something that Oh, I don't know. Brings a Planned Parenthood to town? We outnumber them in a major way and get outvoted by them. Inexcusable. Get off your asses and vote. Find out who to vote for. South Orange, New Jersey School District. No Halloween costumes this year. No Halloween costumes because of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Halloween costumes can be offensive. Okay. First, let me set aside that issue before I wrap it all up in a neat little bow the way I do. I'm not the biggest Halloween guy. I think that trick-or-treating is fun. I think when an eight-year-old shows up at my door wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey, that's cute. I like that. I think when the teenagers show up at my house with blood on a white sheet and a a hood over their face, and you can't see who they are, I don't care for it. I don't understand the haunted houses. I don't get Ratman, the guy who puts rats in his mouth. I don't understand why people go to these horror movies and want to be scared to death. I don't get the macabre. I don't like blood and gore. I don't get any of it. Okay? I don't get it. And I think people that love that stuff are a little off-center. Just my personal opinion. 
You're a little creepy and weird if you love the macabre. So we celebrate that. We drive around and we see funny little skeletons in people's yards and graves and, and scary sounds and lights in the yards and everything else. I don't get any of that. We don't do that either. To me, pumpkin on the porch is fine. It's Halloween. Let's put some grasses out there or something. Great. And I got candy for the little ones. So I'm not the first guy to step up and say, oh, Halloween's sacred. We got to save all this. Because you know why? Because the outliers ruin everything. And the outliers are downright creepy. And it is dangerous. And we do celebrate people who put masks on. Violent-looking masks. Creepy things. Like the guys in horror films that go around and murder people with chainsaws. That shouldn't be celebrated. It really shouldn't. So, look. This place in New Jersey, obviously, they're a bunch of freak shows. Because they're saying DEI, like this is offensive, what, to black people? That white kids are out there celebrating Halloween? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But anytime you do something in the name of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, to me, you're just a liberal that's, you know, it's, it's a bridge too far. But let me say this about kids and Halloween. There's a really fine line between eight-year-olds wearing football jerseys and Awkward age, 12, 13, 14-year-olds mixed in school and some kids that still want to wear their little Mahomes jersey going to school with kids that wear want to wear something really freaky and scary, especially when they're the freaky and the scary kid that everybody's afraid of anyway. There's an element to this that isn't normal and it isn't right. So for me, and I've been outspoken against furries, these kids that dress up like dogs and cats, I don't think they should be allowed to do that at school. I think there should be some sort of a dress code, even at public schools, that says, you know, you can't be naked, you can't be topless, that something has to happen. And if we want to get to a point where we just say no costumes allowed, let's define what costumes are and let's ban them entirely from public schools. I'd be okay with that. That eliminates the furries, the freak shows, the people that walk around with their LGBTQ queer. I saw a guy at the airport the other day in Phoenix on our way home that it just, it, and he was a really young guy. He might've been a teenager. He could have been like 17 or 18. And it just said queer in each color of the rainbow and loving it. And walking around the airport saying, this is who and what I, that to me, that's a costume. It is. I don't walk around, you know, porn stars don't walk around with shirts that say I'm a porn star. I don't even wear a shirt that says married and proud of it. I don't do it. Come on. There's certain things that just shouldn't really be out there and be that public. Your sexuality is one of them. Be who you are, but don't walk around with signage all over you. So I'm probably somewhere more in the middle than most of you are on some of this stuff. And some people that really love Halloween hate these things. But Halloween, the lines are blurred. With these kids in school, the lines are getting blurred, man. These costumes are getting bloodier. They're getting more sinister and weird. They're wearing stuff to school every day and we're allowing it. And then the flip side of that is the people that want to allow the kids to come dress up as furries and come to college now want to cancel Halloween because it's not inclusive enough for diversity, equity, inclusion. That is crazy. Because if you're allowing somebody to dress up as a furry, they ought to be allowed to dress up and come as their Halloween costume. And what would really be funny is that a school that has a furry or two if like a hundred kids dressed up as furry for Halloween and went to school. That'd be pretty funny. Would it be mean? Sure. 
Is that teasing kids? Absolutely. Is that what kids do? 1,000%. That's what kids do. So there's a gray area with me on this costuming. But South Orange, New Jersey has said no Halloween costumes because of diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's a weird thing to me. I don't know about that. I just don't know about that. All right, sports today is brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging. See what's inside. You need to get the heart scan, folks. If you're 40 and older and you've never had a heart scan, go get your plaque score now and see if you have. I get a lot of emails from folks who say, wow, I've got just a little bit of plaque buildup. I'm in great shape, but it has started. They've seen it. Uh, it's been a little over a year since I got mine. My score was zero, so I didn't have any. And I'm getting ready to go again here very shortly. And I'm hoping it's zero again, but I'm going to do this basically every year, year and a half. And make sure, because when it starts, you need to know, and you get on a plan with your doctor at that point. They also have a family practice there at Advanced Medical Imaging. It's all online at medimageks.com. And remember, if you've been diagnosed with something and your doctor says, go get an MRI or a CT scan, I got a buddy who had to wait six weeks to do this. Six weeks. You don't have to do that at Advanced Medical Imaging. Online at medimageks.com. They will take your insurance for your doctor once you get a scan. Do not wait. Go get it done medimageks.com. Advantage, termite and pest control. Advantage was, I told you a couple of weeks ago, we were sitting out back on a beautiful day watching some football. It was the weekend Jessica was gone. And the man from Advantage came and treated the outside of my home and he had this really long pole thing and he went up all the way to the soffits and had a mop on the end and he's doing all the under soffits. He was knocking, it was cool. He was like knocking some spider web things down with this thing, but he was also putting some good juice up there to keep bugs from being up there. And I'm telling you, he was at our house for an hour or longer. It was impressive. Yesterday, when I pulled back up from going to Costco, which, by the way, the only time to go to Costco is at 3.30 on a Tuesday when it's raining. Oh, my God, was that the best Costco experience. 3.30 on a Tuesday where it's raining, just get in your car and go to Costco. You're going to be really glad you did. And the samples were the best I've ever seen. Anyway, we come back and the dude, it stopped raining and the dude next door, it advantages there. The whole cul-de-sac and all the Republicans here in Timber Rock that listen to KKHI, they're all switched to advantage. And he's giving them the big treatment outside. And I thought that's impressive. I, I'm never going to not be impressed by what they do when they come and give us our service. AdvantageTPC.com. That's AdvantageTPC.com. 913-768-8989. No residence or commercial property too big or too small for Advantage Termite and Pest Control. Ideal Health KC is Dr. Kip Van Camp in Shawnee. He basically wants your body to work for you. This is regenerative medicine with body tissue, stem cells, blood spinning. If you have pain, if you're lethargic, if you're just feeling down all the time, slow, um, just not like you're used to, you might want to go have a consultation with Dr. Van Camp and say, what do you think? This is what ails me. Can you help? In most cases, he can. He has about an 80% success rate with the people that he works with, that they have pain relief or they feel better. 913-745-5300. Your regular doctors don't do this stuff. Why we don't? The things that our pharmaceutical industry allows our insurance companies to cover for us and not cover for us is astounding to me. I pull up to the pharmacy and they got a giant sign. The flu and the COVID shot are both free. Come on in. Oh, sure. That's free. Yeah, that's free. Uh, but the, maybe the vitamins aren't. 
Maybe those would help me. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy the way the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance companies work together and what our health system has become. Dr. Van Camp has been seeing this for years. And for the last 13 years, he's been dedicated to allowing your body to fix itself. He just needs to jumpstart it. Think of this as jumpstarting a car battery. IdealHealthKC.com. K7 in Shawnee Mission Parkway in Shawnee, 913-745-5300. All right, on to sports. Justin Ross, the Chiefs, that the recording of this podcast has not been released, and we're getting new information now about what transpired with him. Some information is better, some is worse. First, the better. The better is there's not a felony charge here. It's two misdemeanor charges, according to a report on Channel 9 in Kansas City. Two misdemeanor charges. And the property damage is less than $1,000, not the over $25,000 as previously reported. So Ross was in court yesterday, and they reduced, sounds like they reduced the charges. The prosecutors came in and said, we can't get this, we can't get that, let's charge him with this. So in the court hearing yesterday, it sounds like he smashed up a, a phone, a laptop, a car key, those can be expensive to replace, by the way, if you broke her key fob, and a bracelet. That sounds like a lot more than $1,000. It does, but it's Justin Ross's first event offense. He's never had any priors anywhere of any kind, so he's been clean. But he's also charged with domestic battery. According to his ex-girlfriend, he dragged her around the house as he smashed her property. Okay, that's getting physical and violent with a woman. That's a different deal. So even if this is a misdemeanor, even if the Chiefs want to keep him, and they may, and get him help and whatever. And this is probably a person that probably deserves a second chance, to be quite honest. There were no injuries reported. Sounds like it was a, a bad scene and the grandmother was there. His grandma was there and saw it and she's a witness. She's allowed to be around the ex-girlfriend and Justin Ross is not at this point. It sounds like they're split up. It's over and that's that. Maybe she broke up with him and he busted up her stuff. I'm not really sure. Justin Ross, a pro football player, he shouldn't have trouble finding another girlfriend, but he needs to treat women with respect and kindness and as an equal. So it did take a step for the worse when we heard about domestic battery. The rub of this is, probably won't be any jail time here. It is a couple of misdemeanor charges, but the NFL, if he is guilty of any kind of domestic battery, if that's the way this is played out, if it pleases out to that, he'll be suspended for six games. That's just a, the NFL does not mess around with this. They're tougher than the law. They will suspend him for six games. Good thing Jackson Mahomes isn't a player because he'd have long been suspended by the NFL. Instead, he's dancing with Taylor Swift in a suite. Watching the Chiefs. He was in court on Tuesday. I'm sorry, we're just doing our Chiefs police blotter today. That's all. We got time for a Chiefs police blotter? Okay, good. Uh, Jackson Mahone's the chief. He's, he's not paying for those tickets. He's a guest of the chiefs up there with Taylor Swift's a guest. You don't think Jackson Mahomes is a guest? I'll bet it's in his, okay. Maybe Mahomes by virtue of being quarterback gets the suite as part of his compensation, which means he pays for it or he earns it. I don't know. There ain't no money trading hands. Jackson Mahomes is not paying to be there. He's up there dancing with Taylor Swift two days before he's due back in court. So he went back in court, and they set the preliminary hearing for January 3rd. That is when Jackson Mahomes will actually begin his hearing. 
in Johnson County Court. The owner of Aspen's restaurant, you know this case well, that he fondled and kissed, stuck his tongue down her throat, and shoved a waiter, allegedly. Although we saw it on camera, I guess it could be AI. We saw this on camera. So allegedly is a very fair word to use because I saw it. The owner of the restaurant wants this to move on. And Johnson County authorities don't care. I applaud Johnson County authorities for saying we don't care if you want this to move on. Why would the owner of the restaurant want it to move on? If Jax Mahomes did this to her, she was assaulted, offended, kissed, touched in an inappropriate way. And in light of this case, her restaurant is now out of business and she's broke. Why would the former owner of the restaurant, which is now closed, want this to go away so badly? Well, you know why. Because if the owner somehow can get it to go away, there's a whole lot of money coming her way. That's what this is about. And Johnson County is doing its part saying, no, we're not talking about jail time for this guy. This is going to wind up being something fairly minor. Probation, fines, he needs this. This is part of deterrence. You can't do this. You're just Patrick Mahomes' brother. You don't get away with this. We don't care how much money you have or how popular your brother is. You can't do this. I want you to think, and you say, well, where's the victim in the crime? If she doesn't care, well, there's still a waiter out there he pushed. We haven't really heard from him. And how many people do you think work there? They lost their jobs. Those are victims. What about a bank maybe that lent money to this owner to start up this business that now doesn't get their money. I don't know. Maybe there was a $100,000 loan on this business that's gone and she's declared bankruptcy and that bank is out of their money. There's victims everywhere attached to things like this. There's carnage everywhere from one silly, stupid offense. He needs to pay the price. And that's what Johnson County authorities are looking at. It's not about just that lady. And it's not just about Jackson Mahomes. The collateral damage here was bad. It was really bad. And somebody needs to pay the price. An event occurred. It was against the law. And somebody needs to pay the price. The perp needs to be held accountable. I'm sorry. Jackson Mahomes should receive a very big fine, a strong suspension. I don't know, maybe 15 days in a cell somewhere. I don't know if they do that on things like this or not. But to me, the real crime here is all the collateral damage. And it happens all the time in these cases, all the time. On to baseball, the Diamondbacks win. Arizona Diamondbacks. Spencer's texted me for his honeymoon last night. They're so excited. His wife is the biggest Diamondback fan ever. Okay, this is weird. She's also a Minnesota Vikings fan. I think I've told you that. Her dad was from Minneapolis, and she grew up watching all the Vikings games, even though she's from Phoenix. Spencer, obviously, is a K-State fan and a Chiefs fan. They are running the table since they got married. Like, I mean, they're big sports fans. Yes, they're hiking in Colorado. They're doing all kinds of cool things. They went to a brewery. They got some electric bikes and went up in the mountains with them. They're doing cool stuff, but they're making time to watch their games, and they were on cloud nine last night when the Diamondbacks made it to the World Series. This is really cool. I'm very happy for them. Since they got married, Kansas State won 41-3. The Chiefs beat up on the Chargers again. The Vikings knocked off the 49ers. And the D-backs won 
two straight on the road at Philadelphia to make the World Series. This couple can't lose. I just think it's cool. First time in the history of Major League Baseball in the American League and National League Championships Series that the road teams won games six and seven to make the World Series. The Rangers did the same thing to the Astros, and America celebrates that because nobody likes the Astros. We have two fun teams to watch with a whole bunch of players you don't know. I'm going to encourage you to watch this World Series. Last night, a pitcher named Brandon Fatt, I want to say that right, it's P-F-A-A-D-T. Brandon Fatt from Louisville went to Bellarmine. He's Catholic. That's a Catholic institution in Louisville was tabbed to pitch game seven. This is a dude with an ERA over five in the regular season. But since the wild card round, Brandon Fatt's been on fire and is getting everybody out. He's starting game seven on the road at Philadelphia, the hardest place to get play against the best team remaining. It's the first inning. The Diamondbacks are batting. Fat comes to the dugout for that half inning before he goes out to pitch in the bottom of the first. What do you think Brandon Fat is doing in the dugout while his team is batting? All by himself at the end of the dugout because everyone stays away from the starting pitcher. You give them their solitude. What do you think Brandon Fat is doing down there? This is one of the coolest sports photos you'll never see. You can Google it and find it. It really should be on every front sports page in America. Brandon Fat, before he takes the mound, to calm himself, to find inner peace and strength, is reading the Bible. Oh my God, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. If you can't root for that guy, we hear a bunch of people after they win say, glory be to God, praise Jesus. I want to thank my Savior. We hear that all the time. And it sounds like a platitude now. It's been said so much. I believe people are genuine when they say it. You want to say something with an action? You're ready to pitch the biggest game of your life and you're looking for peace and strength. He's not reading the Bible because he thinks God is going to help him win. It's not what God does. That's not what Christianity is about. It's about grace and strength and compassion and serenity. And there is Brandon Fat in the dugout reading the Bible to calm himself down to go take the mound. And he did a great job. That's just one of the best things I've ever seen. Truly one of the best things I've ever seen. Watch this World Series. You're not going to know the players. You're going to know a couple of them, and that's it. You're just going to know a couple. Uh, but not most, certainly. Pick whichever team you like. doesn't really matter. You may, you may just like the way one plays over the other. I don't know what the ratings will be. These are not, this is not what Major League Baseball would want to dial up. But I'll tell you what, baseball's in a good place. The pitch clock works. The game moves faster. These games are exciting. These dudes are playing hard. They are both teams that lost 100 games two years ago. They're the freaking Royals. And they turned it around in two years. Both of them lost over 100 games two years ago. And they're in the World Series. It can be done. The Royals could be next. It's clearly not about payroll and superstars. Although you'll probably see Max Scherzer out there for the Rangers. They traded for him. Royals made some trades down the stretch the same way with the year they won the World Series. Johnny Cueto being the biggest one. So you'll see a couple people like that. That's not really who and what these teams are. These are easy to root for teams. The Diamondbacks and the Rangers in the World Series.
Dana White's the owner of UFC. He's a guy that we love here. He's good friends with Trump. He's a dyed-in-the-wool, hardcore, conservative, patriotic American that is a billionaire because he built an empire. He built an unbelievable business in the United States of America. It is a global business. The fighters in UFC come from all over the world. He moves fights all over the world to have them in places to make this a global sport and a global empire. And Dana White is a really smart guy, a really great American, and a really, really, really insightful person that when he speaks, I listen to him. He's a winner in every way, shape, and form. And Dana White at UFC announced on Tuesday that the new official beer sponsor of UFC going forward, and I think it's a 10-year deal, is Bud Light. They immediately said, oh boy, how much money did Anheuser-Busch pay you guys to get you to take Bud Light? You're chasing the dollars. And Dana White said, nope. I'm thinking of the hundreds and thousands of Americans that have been crushed by this thing. People that are losing their jobs, watching their stock go down in their pensions or 401ks because they've got Anheuser-Busch stock in there. I'm thinking of farmers in America. I'm thinking of all the breweries around this country where people work. I'm thinking of all the drivers that deliver the beer. We're going to sit here. His previous beer sponsor was Modelo, which is now the number one beer in America. He said, I'm going to sit here and continue to support a company that brews the beer elsewhere. All the employees are not American. When I can make a choice like this and try to help this company and these people that have worked there for so long, I'm with Dana White. Look, I didn't like Dylan Mulvaney. I thought this was all stupid. I think the marketing department of Bud Light was a bunch of idiots. But they're gone, and they're not going to do it again. You don't have to. You don't have to agree with me or Dana White. This is not Nike. This is not slave labor in China. This is not paying millions of dollars to Colin Kaepernick to wear Castro t-shirts and support Black Lives Matter. This is not Nike. This was a really stupid mistake at Bud Light. It is not their core business. It's not their core customer. I'm sorry. I think Bud Light deserves a second chance. You can agree with me. It's been long enough. The stock's still down. Bill Gates came in. He thought it bottomed out. Bill Gates came in about a million seven shares, 1.7 million shares of Anheuser-Busch because he thought it had bottomed out. Well, he's lost $6 million on that already as the price of it's already gone down like four bucks or whatever since he bought it. <laughs> so it's not recovered. It's not doing great. Their other brands are okay. Anheuser-Busch isn't going away. And yes, they're owned elsewhere. But my God, do they affect a lot of people here. It's the same thing as Jackson Mahomes. We can say, okay, Jackson Mahomes and the woman are okay. This should be dismissed. But the other people got hurt too. This isn't good. The guy who drives the Bud Light truck, when you're driving down the road, wave to the dude. It's not his fault. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything but show up for 25 years and deliver the beer that you like. Dana White, I'm telling you, when he speaks, I listen. You don't have to agree with him. You don't have to agree with me. When he speaks, I listen. And he's speaking the truth on this one. And it may be a case where they paid a whole bunch more than Modelo. I don't know. But what he says to me makes a lot of sense. And I think I'm with him on this one. All right, your final final today is brought to you by ticketsforless.com. College football this weekend. Ooh, KU and K-State are at home. KU Oklahoma tickets right now at ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. Save 5 to 15% on KU OU tickets Saturday at Memorial Stadium. I think Kansas wins this game outright. 
I don't know how they're a 10-point dog. I've got them winning flat out, outright. I don't think Oklahoma can stop them. I think they're going up and down the field on OU Saturday, and OU won't be able to score as much. There you go. Want to go to the KU game? Ticketsforless.com. K-State game? Ticketsforless.com. If you're a Missouri fan, you still have Tennessee and Florida left at home. Get off your duff and get to a game. Ticketsforless.com. Promo code KKHI. The Blue Moon Hotel and Colbert Hills Golf Course invite you to come play this fall in Manhattan. The number one course, the number one hotel in Manhattan are teaming up for a stay and play experience for 110 bucks. You get to play golf with cart and have a hotel room for $110. Call Zoe at the Bluemont Hotel. She's in sales and events. She'll set it all up for you. Take a dozen dudes from work, man. Take the day off and go and have a good time. Do this. We got still going to have great golf weather the next six or eight weeks. The 60-degree days, 50s, 60s, 70s are going to be fantastic. 785-473-7091 or log on to the BluemontHotel.com. And Dr. Bill Bush can be your new dentist at North Kansas City Dental. He has other dentists on staff there as well. And they do all kinds of really interesting stuff there like cosmetic dentistry, crowns, veneers, TMJ, teeth whitening. Now they have a medical clinic next door that he's part of. They get rid of the wrinkles under your eyes. I still have the $100 gift cards for that if you'd like to go and explore Botox or something of that nature or have your wife go there. I've got the gift cards. If you send me an email, I will mail them right out to you to go to that part of North Kansas City Dental. Uh, shoot me an email, Kevin at KKSissues.com. I'll just mail it right to your house and it'll save you a hundred bucks on the cosmetic things that they do at North Kansas City. So log on to NKCDental.com to see all of their services or call 816-471-2911. Our final final is a man jumping off a bridge at Epcot Center into the lagoon for $6,000. Now, let me say there's definitely a time when I would have jumped off that bridge into that lagoon for $6,000 because I wouldn't have been thinking, you know what? There might be some alligators in there. But this was going to be a short little jump off a short little bridge and he could see where the edge was. It was only about 10 feet away. And all the man asked was, how deep is it? Does anybody know how deep this is? This is a little area where the little gondola pulls up and lets people off by this bridge, and they walk to go to a ride or something. And, of course, there's YouTubers involved, or there's an Insta account, and they're going to videotape this thing. And these people offer a dude $6,000 because they have an account that they make money on. They make videos and do things. They said, you're going to get kicked out if you do this. That's it. You can jump off the bridge at Epcot into the lagoon for $6,000, and all you do is get kicked out. You don't get cited or arrested or anything like that. I would think people would line up to make that little jump for $6,000. And what's $6,000? Why not $5,000 or $7,500? What is $6,000? This is a weird story, but the video of it's out there because people are crazy. And when you're a YouTuber, and you have to put crazy things on video to get people to click on your site and make some money, you offer $6,000 to a dude to jump off a little walking, it's a little walking bridge, it's a small little walking bridge, at Epcot, into the lagoon, where we it's known there's some alligators in there. Did I say crocodiles? Alligators, for sure, alligators. No crocodiles at this A crazy man jump for six grand. Your final final today at Kevin Keatsman has issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. 
to get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties. Visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!